amen, just glorious, amen. Oh, that song just stirred me up. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He, he, he just doesn't get enough of us telling us, telling him how much we love him and how much he has done for us and how much he has blessed us and how much he has kept us. He doesn't get tired of hearing that, saints. And honestly, I think it needs to be said more and more often. Amen? Mm. More and more often, we need to just give time, to give thanks, to honor him, to praise him, to glorify him, to show him the admiration, just to honor him. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Saints, before I get... Before I get started, I'm going to ask if you would turn with me to 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Amen. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love praising him. I love honoring him. I love glorifying him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. It says... Love is not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to your name, Father, Lord God. I love this verse. Amen. And saints, I just want to say uh, grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and His Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. But saints, let's just get into it. Uh, this, this, These scriptures here are talking about do not love the world, love the Father. But that's much easier to see than it is to live, amen? We can see the world, but we can't see the Father. And given those two options, many tend to gravitate towards what is seen, amen? Many tend to gravitate towards what they see. They believe more in what they see than what they can't see, amen? But Jesus said in John 14 and 9, he said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Jesus was the physical representation of God the Father. And although when we see him, we see God, we do not see the full and total manifestation of the Father. Amen. Now, that was just a small piece, but I just want to say this. Here, John recognizes the danger, amen, of loving the world. Amen. So he commands us not to love the world. The world is a distraction from God. Amen. This world is temporal, amen? But then he gives two reasons why we are not to love the world, amen? The world is opposed to the Father, amen? The world doesn't want to have nothing to do with God, amen? And uh, something else it said in here, it says, and this world is passing away, amen? And we see that happening each and every day, amen? But it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Amen? The love of the, the love 
of the Father is not in him. Now, let me say this, saints, because we have a short time here. Amen? Yep. And time is winding down, amen, and we yep. see that right before our eyes, amen. You ever heard your parents say, get it all in now because it's about to end? <laughs> this is what's going on right now. We got to get it all in because it's about to end. The enemy is doing just that. And he's causing a lot of it that's going on in this world today. Amen. But the enemy also sees what's coming to pass. Amen. The enemy sees what's going on right now. This is why he's trying to get and put everything in, in, in place right now. This is why we see all the destruction and we see all these things going on right now. Amen. But what Jesus spoke in Matthew 24, 4 through 7, he said this. He said, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Take heed. And we've heard this many, many times. And we continue to hear it. Amen. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. Amen. The reason that we hear in that word deceive and deception so much now is because it's happening often and often and often. And it's happening every day. Five says, For many shall come in my name and say, I am Christ and shall deceive many. And many have been deceived. I was just talking to my sister the other day, and she was saying the same thing. There is going to be a great falling away. And what is happening right now? There is a great falling away going on right now. Amen? Now, six says, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of war. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Amen? For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquake in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. Amen? Now, in the last month, last month, and the month before that, the last couple of months, Turkey was hit with three earthquakes. Amen? It's like they couldn't find anything good in it because one earthquake hit, they started digging out another earthquake hit, they started digging out and another earthquake hit, amen? So when you see these things happening, as much as they are happening and as often as they're happening, you really have to really look to see the Bible is saying what's about to happen and all those things are coming to pass, amen? We all see the beginning but none of us know the end. Amen. None of us know the end. Jesus said in Matthew twenty four thirty six, he says this. He said, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. See, we know these things are starting to happen. We see these things starting to happen. But Jesus said, no man. Knows, amen. Only the fathers know, amen. Only the father knows, amen. Now, I wanna, I wanna say this. The devil knows the word, amen. And he thought that just because Jesus was in the flesh, that what he was speaking would work on Jesus. But Jesus combated, amen. The lies the enemy spoke. Jesus spoke him, amen. Jesus spoke him. And when I say Jesus spoke him, Jesus spoke 
And we can't say that we don't know these things. Because if we're in our word, God is going to reveal these things unto us. So Luke 4, 10 through 12, it says this. Jesus said this. And and for 10 and 12, I'm going to read this. It says, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. This is what the enemy is saying to Jesus. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in thy hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy feet against the stone. And Jesus answered and said unto him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now, see, the devil knows the word of God and takes great pride in twisting it and using it out of context. So we as God people better make it a point, a habit, a lifestyle to know it also, lest we be deceived. Amen? See, it's not that people in the world are being deceived because the enemy already has them. The enemy is not coming after them. He's coming after God's people. And what the enemy is trying to do is deceive God's people right now. Amen? Now, Psalms 119.11 tells us this. It says, Thine word, thine word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Now, this is not a suggestion. This is not a suggestion. I'm not saying I suggest that you put God's word in your heart so you don't fall to what the enemy is trying to do to you. Amen? This is not a suggestion. A suggestion is, a suggestion is an ideal or a plan put forth for consideration. So I'm thinking about putting God's word in my heart. I'm not sure if I should or not. Amen? No. It's a command. Amen? It's a command. That's what it is. His word have I hid in my heart. That is command. Do not love the world, amen? The world is full of deception and the enemy is behind it all. Love not the world. There are many gods in this world, amen? But our God of the universe is speaking to us, amen? With his authority as ruler and creator in his sovereignty, he has the right to command us to not love the world. Amen? Not to love the world. God's commandments never come apart from his grace. Amen? Whatever he commands, he grants the ability to obey. So when you say that God has given you something, he's given it to you, but he's going to give you what you need to obtain it, to hold on to it, to make good with it, amen? That's why we believe the gospel doctrine. What we believe God created the gospel culture and how we live before him, amen? God has made a way for us to live before him. So we can't say we didn't know and, and, and I didn't know how to do it. God has made a way for each and every one of us, amen? Now, the world is constantly and continuously and purposely rebelling against God's commandments, amen? And we see that. We see that everywhere, amen? Worldliness is thinking it's above Father God, amen? They look down on God, but worldliness seems to think it's above God, amen? We cannot love the world and love the Father at the same time, saints. We can't do it. Amen? Matthew 6.24 tells us this. It says, 
No man can serve two masters. For either you will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Yet cannot serve, or ye cannot serve God in minute. Amen? Now that word, I looked that word up, minute. It's an evil influence, a false objection of worship and devotion. In short, mammon can be defined as earthly goods, property, riches. Mammon is a thing of this world that can divert our attention and love from God to pleasure and comfort of the earthly desires. Amen? That's what that word means. Amen? There's many things that come in our life to try to divert us from God. And don't be surprised by these things because these things are supposed to happen. They're supposed to happen. Nothing in this life is going to be easy, amen? And it's not going to be like we can just walk down the open road and nothing, you know, we're not going to run into any trouble, amen? But these things are going to happen. We should know the love of God, amen? We know we shouldn't love the world, but it pulls, but its pull is strong, amen? The pulls of the world are strong, amen? And they're tempting. The world never stops making offers at all. The world never stops making offers. Because today, if you see an offer, there's going to be another one tomorrow. Have you ever sat through a timeshare presentation? No matter how much you say no, the deal is sweeter and sweeter, and many fall into the trap. And what you agree to is not what you receive, amen? Doesn't that sound like the enemy? It sounds sweet, amen, but once you get into it, it's not what you thought it was, amen. That's the deception of the world, amen, and this is what we have to be careful of, saints. The deception of the world because it's out there, amen. This is the love of the world and our flesh. Our flesh never stops looking to be satisfied no matter what. Amen. You know, you can get up praying and the next thing you know, the flesh, the flesh is lusting after something. Amen. John recognizes this. So he gives us reasons not to love the world. Amen. In 1 John 2.16, he says this. He says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Amen? It don't get no simpler than that. Amen? This is the lust of the world. Amen? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of Father. Amen? But it is of the world. Amen? Now, in some translations, lust and desire are interchanged, amen? They're interchanged. It's a word that can be, have both a positive or a negative meaning, amen? But on three of the 38 used, John used this first in Philippians 1.23. John used the word. In Philippians 1.23, Paul says, to live in Christ and to die is gain. Now, he's hard-pressed between the two. 
my desire is to depart and be with Christ. For that is far better. Amen. This is what Paul is saying. Now, Paul's deep desire is to be with the Lord. And that deep desire propels him to submit his circumstances to Jesus and obey him, whatever the cost. Amen. Now, Paul's mission wasn't finished. He was obedient to put his desires aside to do the purpose he was called to do. Amen? See, our desire is to be with Christ. That should be our sole desire. Amen? But God has work for us to do. Amen? God has work for us to do. And many times, the will of God needs to be done, and sometimes we just don't want to do it. We want our will, our desire, before Father God's. Amen? And we have to understand, we have to put all those things in his hand, amen? Whatever Father God has called us to do, amen? Even though we have to put our desires on the side, we have to fulfill that which he's called us to do, amen? Now, the immeasurable riches of Christ, it is in him that we find our desires satisfied, amen? Do you want to satisfy your true desires? Because are your desires fleshly or are they spiritual? Amen? But do you want to really satisfy your desires? Amen? But to satisfy your desires, your true desire, it is to serve Christ and do what he's called you to do. Amen? The desires of the flesh, things you can see, touch, and feel. Amen? Like food, drink, leisure, uh, resting, enjoy, comfort, anything that appeals how we feel in this body. Those are our fleshly desires, amen? Now, desiring the wrong things is a dangerous thing, amen? Because many of our desires are not godly, amen? And I'm going to be real and be honest, but a lot of our desires are not godly, amen? And my desires of the eyes, and I'm talking about beauty, attractiveness, glamour, what appeals to our sight when we see something we just have to have. Amen? Desire and lust. Desire and lust. Lust will cause you to do things that you know you weren't supposed to do. Amen? Those are ungodly things. Amen? But the more we focus on our desires of the world and allow the world's mindset to take root and grow, the more we push God out. Amen? The more you allow your fleshly desires, your fleshly lust, that becomes a mindset and it takes root and it grows. And the more you think on these thoughts, you are basically pushing God out. Amen. God has never called us to do anything ungodly. Amen. Never call us to do anything ungodly. But our flesh has. Our flesh is always trying to get us to do something ungodly. Amen? We might be thinking, okay, I get it. I shouldn't desire the world. But how do I stop desiring it? How do we stop desiring the things that the world has to offer? I can't change what I want. Amen? I know I can't. Amen? I can't change that desire. We can't. But you know who can? God can. God can change those desires. Those earthly desires, those fleshly desires. God can change that because in Matthew 6.33, he says, Seek ye 
desire? You think he can't do that? God can do anything that he wants to do, and there's nothing we can do about it, amen? If we love the world, we're going to pass away with the world, amen? You'll just be another statistic, amen? Of those that have fallen away and gotten wrapped up in the things of the world. The world makes everything look pretty and everything else and desirable. Desirable. But God does not call us for that, amen? Our desire should be on Him, amen? Our desire should be on Him. Every worldly desire turns into a dead end, amen? Don't you know a desire only lasts for a, a short period of time? When it comes to flesh, when it's worldly. But a godly desire is everlasting, amen? But in the kingdom of God, whatsoever or whosoever does the will of God abides forever, amen? Whosoever does the will of God, amen? See, saints, we can talk about this all day and all night long. But the thing is this, the desires of the world are not for us, amen? Our desires are to be for Christ, amen? The world has desires that it's trying to put on us, the deception of the world, the lust of the world, those things, but God has something better for us, amen? The kingdom of God. Whosoever does the will of God abideth forever. Abideth forever in his presence, amen? As Paul said, Lord, my desires, I put them away. My desire is to please you, amen? So whatever you have called me to do, Lord God, that is my desire, and that is to please you, amen? So with that being said, saints, as pastor would say, my time is up, and I thank you for yours. Amen.